of the hour news. As it happens, when it happens, wherever it happens. Local, regional, and global. Only on Q95, the big station. Q95DA.com. Right on Q. Good morning. This is the morning news for today, Monday, August 29th, 2022. I'm your presenter, Hassan Robinson. Here are the headlines. Cornelius Saltman Marie's NJAM's inaugural Laugh Out Loud Committee Champion, held on Saturday, August 27, 2022, and advised all thinking of entering the world of comedy to just go for it. The Royal St. Lucia Police Forces closed the curtains on its week-long exchange on small unit patrol tactics after a partnership with the Military Liaison Office of the United States Embassy in Barbados. And today's Artemis 1 mission launch promises to be a triumphant return to space for NASA. Using the most powerful rocket NASA has ever built, the uncrewed mission will serve as a crucial test run for astronauts to return to the moon and hopefully to Mars itself. The news is brought to you for the very kind compliments of Rudolph Thomas Enterprises. The details of these stories and more coming up next. Rudolph Thomas Enterprise in Portsmouth, your suppliers of building materials and hardware products. Over 20 years experience in the business. Rudolph Thomas has lumber and plywood, Portland and tile cement, steel rods, galvanized and fence pipe. And Rudolph Thomas can meet all your wire needs. Galvanized roofing sheets, doors, windows, toilet sets, face basins and bidets. PVC piping, fittings and lattice. Check out Rudolph Thomas for ceramic and vinyl floor and wall tiles, nails, nuts and bolts, paint and painting supplies. And check out their line of electrical and hand tools. And Rudolph Thomas is your one-stop shop for hard-to-find items like fiberglass mat and fiberglass resin and welding rods. Go now to Rudolph Thomas on 1240 Bay Street in Portsmouth. And uh, welcome back. First off in the news, the National Joint Action Movement, NJAM, Dominica News Online, ComCTV, Q95 Radio, along with others, partnered and sponsored staged first ever Laugh Out Loud comedy competition on Saturday, August 27, 2022. Fifteen competitors vied for the title of Laugh Out Loud competition, but there could only be one victor at the end. The judges made the decision following a presentation from each participant, and at the end, Cornelius Marie was named the winner and received the trophy and $2,500 cash prize as well as additional prizes. Speaking in an exclusive interview with journalists from QFF on Sunday afternoon, Mr. Cornelius Marie expressed his gratitude for being chosen and shared his feelings and words of advice to any young person willing to enter the world of comedy in the future that they should go for it. It is a great feeling um, to be the first ever um, Laugh Out Loud comedy champion in Dominica. Um, I can't begin to express um, the um, overwhelming joy that you came along with that kind of achievement. Preparing for the um, event was um, very short. We had very short time to prepare. Uh, but I know that I had to come out strong because I wasn't aware of what the other finalists were going to come with. So I had to make sure that whatever I came with you must be unique and catchy. And because of the time frame as well, that I needed to do something that was um, a bang, you know. So the preparation was, was very short. It took me uh, time to do the script, to write the script, etc., and to make sure that whatever I was doing um, was... Um, something that would catch the audience attention 
as um, we had gotten the judging criteria already. My advice to young people who are, or anybody who's aspiring to be a comedian is that you uh, must follow, um, follow your dreams, you know. Also, what you can do is find somebody that you can um, imitate or, or look up to in terms of uh, a professional in that avenue, in that area. And you may even want to reach out to them and let them know your, your interests or your passion and see if they would allow you or extend some kind of helping hand to you, some kind of advice to you. Um, because that's what I did. So the sky is the limit. Um, don't give up on your dream. If being a comedian is part of your dream or on your bucket list, don't give up on that dream and know that whatever you do, um, once it makes you happy, um, go ahead and do it. And that was Cornelius Marie, winner of the Laugh Out Loud competition. And uh, also in local news, John Blanchard, treasurer of the Concerned Citizen Movement, or CCM, laments that the DLP government is now formulating plans for agriculture that are unlikely to materialize after being implicated in the destruction of the agricultural sector and the livelihoods of tens of thousands of households, according to the scribe. He was speaking on CCM program on Friday evening. After they destroyed the agriculture industry and the livelihood of over 10,000 households, according to the scribe, they are now blowing hot air, which will go nowhere. It ain't going anywhere, trust me on that. They want to encourage landowners to sell to government and to private sector developers, um, land to, to, to government and, and, and private sectors. So after the government has crippled the economy, they have crippled the economy, brought it down to its knees. Where is the money coming from for the citizens of this land? of this country to purchase land. In our view, we are very skeptical of this move, and I believe that these lands might be made available for sale to foreigners. And that, of course, was from was a scribe writing which we accept and which we believe will happen. Blanchard continued by saying that the Prime Minister is more concerned with winning elections than with national development. Skerritt is not interested in, in, in native development. All that man believes in is to have catch-a-vote strategy to remain or more or less to maintain his winning legacy. Right? Now, another concern to us, I'm talking about the members of CCM, is that we are... We have some concerns, and um, we're talking about that no-bid contract. And I believe that is also a concern by the general public. That is the no-bid contract exclusively to foreigners, as the scribe puts it, for major national construction and infrastructural projects. And that was Treasurer of the Concerned Citizen Movement, John Blanchard. And a video circulated on social media reveals that a house was reportedly caught on fire at Campbell. Dominica, of course, and Q95 will provide you with more information as they become more available at this present time. However, the video does circulate showing that persons may have been injured in that fire, hopefully not, but we will keep you updated 
on that incident. Still in the local news, the members of the Dominica Council on Aging, led by the council staff, are preparing to observe a month of the elderly from September 1st to October 1st, 2022. DCOA Inc.'s theme for the month of the elderly is building our resilience. This was inspired by the United Nations theme for International Day of Older Persons, or IODP or IDOP persons, as a resilience and contributions of the older women. The council's aim is to build, strengthen, and boost the resilience of seniors. The Minister of Youth Development and Empowerment, Youth at Risk, Gender Affairs, Senior Security and Dominicans with Disabilities, Honorable Dr. Addis King, says she is on board of the DCUA and will officially be launching the Month of the Elderly on September 1st with a national address. The DCUA is incorporated with a series of creative events to allow its members and the general public to participate in the observance of the Month of the Elderly. These include video competition, Grandparents' Day, honoring long-standing members and contributions to the development of the 29-year-old organization uh, cake sale socks day training programs centenarians day and panel discussions the month reportedly promises newness as well as opportunities for learning and fun and will culminate with an address by the patron of the dcoa and the country's head of state president charles sabre sitting the local news the education consultant mr simeon joseph discusses the cognitive and psychological responses from teachers and students as they resume face-to-face classes on Monday, hundreds of thousands of children will be returning to the classroom as the schools reopen for all pupils, well, next month, that is. For many parents, there will be mixed emotions, relief from what has been a highly pressurized few months as anxiety all over affects people in many different ways. As for the psychological impacts, parents, students, and teachers have been under a lot of stress over the past few months, and they will have been worried about their children's health, that is the parents, and education, as well as socializing, as well as everything else that comes with running a household. I personally would like to congratulate and honor courage and the perseverance mm -hmm. of the students and the teachers and the parents who strove towards making sure that schooling was as it should be. And so we want to, to recognize two things that were really important during the pandemic. First uh, was the importance of normalcy and routine, okay? Because COVID upset our normal uh, process of, 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 of teaching and learning as well as our routine. So that is one thing we have to think that is that we have to recognize as very important. And the second uh, uh, most important thing is connection because school is about connection. And so the, the aspect of schooling and connectivity that takes place um, with, uh, during during schooling is, is, is something that is very important. So as the school year is, is quickly approaching for starters, I would like to um, encourage parents, of course, to, to look for the normal supply list that they focus on when they are preparing to send their children to schools. Uh, moving back, we need to look from, uh, from a, a health perspective, from a self-care perspective, personal physical safety routines. So as much as we want to wrap our children in, 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 in a protective bubble and, and, and continue like that and remember what that we're doing yeah, we, we still have to understand that germs are st maybe still around. And as they navigate themselves, so they have to be able to talk to their children about um, um, safety things. And that was education consultant, Mr. Simeon Joseph, speaking as a special guest on Civic Vibes on Sunday. 
And uh, the call for a unified video project to highlight some of the issues of gun violence facing our country could prove to be impactful on the minds and influence of our youth. This from Dominican Pan-Africanist McLean Williams sharing possible solutions to the current issue of gun culture facing our youth. Mr. Williams sought to highlight the influences of the outside world and other media influences to dictate our narrative, and we have an opportunity to curb that by creating our own narrative, using the very youth themselves to share that knowledge. And um, mistakenly, and I would say historically, what we have done, we have allowed um, the aspects of life that speaks to us as black people in terms of um, music, film, drama, poetry. We have allowed the world to locate these things basically within the entertainment industry. I think we need to begin to relocate it back into the knowledge industry. I've always believed that we could use these avenues like films and to tell messages through Right. these mediums. I think we um we dropping the ball on that level right there. And even right now, Chris is here. I think we should propose um some form of a project in terms of a, a movie or something like that there and to get these like the gun violence, the child abuse, all these social ills, get them into a movie project and then at the same time get these young people to express themselves, their talents and whatever the case might be. I believe that would be a good focus point of the uh, of the energy that is out there to harness it and put it into good use. And that was a Dominican Pan-Africanist, McLean Williams. Meantime, youth advocate for ending of gun violence, actor and activist uh, Chris Lee Jolly shared some of his deeper insight into why he believes the youth carry guns and feels that the police themselves could be more active in the efforts to curb the gun culture. I more believe um, most people that, most young people that have guns is because of fear. Sometimes they, know they don't like necessarily want to like go out and like kill people yeah. but just for protection because nowadays most everybody have a gun and you cannot feel safe walking on the streets especially in the night and feel like uh, to me I believe the police force should do more yeah. in that aspect because most people have fear walking around certain areas or around certain times because of well, like for example, if let's say I go, or let's say on the bayfront somewhere, or one of those jams or something, if I say somebody, I get in the altercation with somebody, in my mind, the first thing that comes in my head is, the guy has a gun. If I say I know that, right? And I go back home, and I check, like, boy, I cannot go nowhere knowing that person has a gun. So in my mind, I would myself go and find yeah. a gun, yeah. or get a gun. So that is basically, why most young people have guns because of fear. And that was youth advocate for ending gun violence, actor and archivist Chris Lee Jollis. And uh, financial consultant Mr. Ronald Lander expressed concern after considering the possibility of the National Bank acquiring the Royal Bank of Canada, saying it presented some concerns. He emphasizes the need for these global organizations and institutions for strengthening global confidence, noting that this discovery was from the 2020 and 2021 National Auditor's Report. However, the 2022 report has not yet been published to depict the involvement of the Royal Bank. He emphasizes how crucial it is for other national and international organizations to enter our sector in order to offer the essential services the banking sector needs to run smoothly. Mr. Lander reiterated that in order to improve and increase Dominica's need for financial services, we must address the production side challenges as well he was speaking on the Roots, on Q, um, Roots Connection on Q uh, 
hosted by Dr. Simone Mafia. I think it would be a faulty decision at this point in time to get involved in the purchase of the Barclays Bank. In a contracting economy, you should not be expanding. You should be consolidating. And you should allow other persons to come in to take the risk of development. And the way I see it going, ECCB has made a proper decision to say to our national bank, stay away from the First Caribbean. Allow the First Caribbean to operate as a separate institution. The same way that the Republic Bank came in and took over the Scotia Bank and is now operating as an independent entity, we need to have other international, only regional, coming in. So in the banking sector, we can have a, a very good oligopoly. We have got several players, international players involved and competing at a very high level, giving good services, but fundamentally what needs to be done in Dominica is to solve the production side problem. And that was financial consultant Mr. Ronald Alanda. And in other news, the Royal St. Lucia Police Forces closed the curtains on its week-long exchange on small unit patrol tactics after partnership with the Military Liaison Office of the United States Embassy in Barbados. Here's more. Has the ability to arrest the Prime Minister. If a man or woman has the ability to arrest the Prime Minister, that alone should make you be very proud of yourself and should make you do perform at the highest level all the time. I know that there are issues. Sometimes we blame issues. You blame the government, you blame the prime minister, you blame. It's not perfect. Of course, it's not perfect. The Royal Central Police Force is not perfect. We need equipment, we need more money, we need other things. And I'll be first one to admit that. But we cannot adopt a posture where you must take one down for the other to go up. Difference in a thermometer and a thermostat. A thermometer does what? It tells us the temperature. A thermostat changes the temperature, right? So if we if we stop being thermometers and we start becoming thermostats, we're able to change our environment. We're able to change the situation. So we take our knowledge as we gain it and we become thermostats. And we change the situation, we change the environment, which Really, that's that's all the remarks. You know, we don't we don't just find fault; we find remedies, right? Also, in other news, that today's Artemis One mission launch is promising to be a triumphant one, as well as a return into space for NASA. Using the most powerful rocket NASA has ever built, the uncrewed mission will serve as a crucial test run for astronauts to return to the moon and hopefully to Mars itself. Here's more. Looking at that rocket to see how it performs, you look at it, you might recognize those white boosters on the side. That, those are repurposed from the, from the shuttle years. And we want to see how that all system all works together in tandem. 
And on the most important thing, of course, is that crew capsule, Orion, that is sitting on top. Want to see, this is going to be a 42-day mission around the moon, and we want to see how that performs. And then importantly, coming back, you're going to see the Orion capsule, that test of that heat shield. That is critical for re-entry. It is coming in at 40,000 kilometers per hour. And if the Artemis 1 mission goes as planned? Artemis 2 is next, and that will be launching sometime in 2024 or 2025. We will have a Canadian astronaut on board. And then there's Artemis 3, and that's going to be done in tandem with uh, SpaceX and their massive rocket Starship. Uh, in Artemis 2, you're going to have astronauts orbiting the moon and coming back. Artemis 3 will have boots on the ground. That's the idea, is to get astronauts on the surface of the moon once again. And this isn't just a, hey, we're going and we're touching down and coming back collecting moon rocks. This is actually building a permanent presence in space. Canada is contributing to the Lunar Gateway, which is part of this overall return uh, to the moon. And on that will be Canada Arm 3. And because of that, that's why we get astronauts on our on the Artemis mission. And that's actually really kind of like a platform to head not just to, you know, moon as a jumping off point, but also to Mars. That is the long-term goal. And as the morning news, here's a recap of the headlines. Cornelius Saltman Marie's NJAM's inaugural Laugh Out Loud comedy champion on Saturday, which was held on Saturday, August 27, 2022, and advised all thinking to enter the world of comedy to just go for it. The Royal St. Lucia Police Force has closed the curtains on its week-long exchange on small unit patrol tactics after a partnership with the Military Liaison Office of the United States Embassy in Barbados. And today's Artemis 1 mission launch promises to be a triumphant return to space for NASA using the most powerful rocket NASA has ever built with the uncrewed mission seen and serving as a crucial test run for astronauts to return to the moon and hopefully to Mars itself. The news was brought to you for the very kind compliments of Rudolph Thomas Enterprises. I've been your presenter, Hassan Robinson. news.